0: You're listening to Tazi Encounters on Faith FM and we're coming to you live from Hobart in Tasmania right across Australia. And each weekday at 9 a.m. you can hear what the Bible says about past. Current and future events, learn how to study the Bible more effectively, get to know who God is, where we are here, and where we are going, and experience personal encounters with Jesus. I'm your host, Tabitha Zachariah, and today we have David Leo joining us from Devonport. How are you, David?
1: I'm well, thanks, and happy Monday to you and all our listeners. Happy
0: Monday, and welcome.
1: Thank you, thank you, Tabitha.
0: I hope you had a good week, um, David. I mean oh, good a, weekend actually it, it
1: was actually, yeah it was a good weekend It was a fantastic weekend okay yeah. that's
0: good yeah. because you 're normally very busy, so it 's good to have a bit of um relaxing time <laughs> and just to let our listeners know um we're going to take a break from next week for um about two months we'll still be broadcasting, uh, but this week will be our final week um of running live programs. And for David, it's going to be his final live program, unfortunately. Mm. David, did you want to um, talk a little bit about
1: that? Yes. Yeah, so, yeah, it's uh, just a change of circumstances, but um you know, I've really enjoyed being on the radio. I've really enjoyed with having our, our regular listeners. You can still find me on the Davenport, Raine, the, um Facebook pages or email, go to the website. You can find my email or... Um, yeah, if you want to, if you want to contact me, and I'll still be working at the school. But yes, just the, um, just some adjustments that have to be made. And uh, you know, I, I believe we're gonna miss the radio a lot. I really enjoy doing it. But um, yes, I will be my last live program.
0: I know it was a hard decision for you. Um, oh yes, yes. Yeah. yeah, but then you have other assignments that um, <laughs> that <laughs> yeah. need to be attended to, and um, yeah. you know, sometimes you. They had the decisions, you know, like you don't make the easiest, um, decisions. Some of the decisions are very hard to make. And I'm not, this feels really bad. Um, I don't want to bombard with not very good or interesting, um, information, but, uh, it's also going to be my last week on air. Um, I have, uh, i have enrolled in a course I'm going to do some studies And um, it, I can't be able to do studies And uh, at the same time run the radio program It's going mm. to be uh, just for a short time um, But then, yeah, just thought It's good to let our listeners know um, And also, mm-hmm. this was also really hard for me um, It took time to actually make that decision And felt really, really sad I have really enjoyed, and I'm still enjoying doing um, radio doing these shows um and i've so i felt like i've connected with um listeners yes and yes. it's just like oh uh, yeah it was just just a really hard one but um sometimes you know some things need to happen but uh we will still like in this together the, um faith fm is still going on and uh I'd be, like we're still here we still have the same mission um to reach out to the listeners, reach out to more people and uh, bring more lives to Christ, uh, just as Christ wishes us to do.
1: Amen. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I support that. This is uh, it is a faith faith thing. So, I mean, this is Faith FM and yeah. exercising faith. Is, is when God leads, you know, you got to dis- make those decisions and move with faith.
0: Yeah. Indeed, um, David. Did you want to just briefly give us a recap of last week's uh, program?
1: Yeah, So we looked at the uh, tale of two sons, <clears throat> and uh, we, you know we kind of looked at this parable about uh, this father asking one son, um, you know, "Can you go do this uh, work for me in the vineyard?" And the son said, "No, I don't want to do that." Uh, but then eventually he got up and went, you know. Um, and then the second son. Uh, will you go do this? us the same thing, and uh, well, kind of similar. He, the, the first son, he said today. He said, "Could you do it today?" The second son, he says, "Could you go work in the vineyard?" <clears throat> the son said yes, and he didn't end up going. And so we we battled with which one's the, the better one. And according to Jesus in the parable, he he concludes that it was the first son, the one that said no but ended up doing in the in the end. And we. Discussed how this was a message that he was trying to reach the uh, the leaders of Jerusalem and and Israel and um, and the people that were tax collectors and prostitutes and things. They were like the those that were coming for healing and seeking Jesus' uh, restoration were like the first son, Mm -hmm. and the leaders were like the second son who just thought their privileges and entitlements was enough to sustain their relationship with God, but. yeah, Jesus was saying, "It's it's not, you know. Like we need to we need to live in a loving relationship. Mm. So we, 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 that was our first parable about Christian life, mm. you know, about living a, a Christian life. And today's one, mm-hmm. it's uh, it's called the story of two lamps. So we had two sons last week, and today we've got two lamps. Mm.
0: Interesting, <laughs> talking, two yeah. two. Is it contra a comparison. <laughs> it
1: is. It is. There's two. We're actually looking at um, stories in two, um, two different places. Uh, uh, Luke, there's one in Luke eight, another one in, in Luke eleven. So that's what we're, that's what we're going to be looking at to, um, to discuss. What's that got to do with a life with Jesus Christ?
0: And in case you missed last week's program or any episode um, programs that we've done, you can catch up through the Faith FM app or the Faith FM website. And um, uh, just to really um, clarify um, and emphasize, we are still going to broadcast. Um, so please keep listening to Faith FM. We'll have programs for you. We'll have, um, yeah, we'll just keep having interesting um programs coming to you, coming your way. So please keep listening. Um yeah, don't stop. And our show number is zero four double eight double eight zero eight nine one. Um you can send us any questions, any feedback or um respond to the question that we're going to ask you. So um David, did you want to us to pray before we get into today's program?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Let's do that. <clears throat> Uh, dear Father in Heaven, as we talk about the story of these two lamps found in Luke, Father, we pray you open our minds and our eyes and shed that light through through us and um, for us. And so we pray these things in Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. Yeah. So, um, our f- the first the first part. Well, I just want to get our mind get our mind focusing on something. You know, uh, today we don't really we don't really use lanterns. But have you have you ever used a lantern before, Tabitha? Like yeah, I have. You yeah, have,
0: yeah. Oh. yeah, Before, like uh, some years back, when I was still young, when electricity was uh, not, <laughs> and actually like, going to visit my grandmother, you know, um, yeah. those old days, they used to use <laughs> the lanterns, and yeah. when you light yeah. it, you put it on a clear, you put it on a stand in maybe a central place where you know it can. Lights the whole
1: place, all the That's whole room. Right. Yeah, we can share the the. You know, because um, I never really appreciated the darkness until I went to Samoa. Um, you know, like I, I I grew up in the suburbs, so there was street lights, there were traffic lights, there was you know, lights everywhere. It wasn't quite like the city lights, but uh, like I said, I lived in the suburbs. But I went to Samoa uh, when I was fifteen, and when I went to my grandmother's. Uh, yeah, like like yours, I went to my grandmother's village, and there were no street lights, there were no, um, you know, no traffic lights or anything like that. So, well, at the basketball court, so the Mormon church they had this massive basketball court where you could play volleyball and, and whatever. They had these, uh, we've been playing until the evening, and uh, walking back to gra- grandma's house probably, probably about 15 minutes. And as we left the courts, uh, the light were turned off the lights were turned off and it was like a dark dark you know like (laughs) it was it was pitch black i don't know if you've ever been in darkness we were like man Mm. the eyes are struggling to 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 see things like even the um we was a bit of a a overcast as well that 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 night so the moon wasn't very bright Mm. you know it was like whoa and then uh one of the one of the, the 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 young girls that were with us there was probably a group of Ten of us walking home, and you know people went to their homes as, as we as we were heading towards grandma's I was just like man i 've never seen it this dark in my life you know and her little light she had this little torch right, and when she was gone, we had another probably five five minutes to walk, and we're like man we 're going to try and find ourselves walking in the darkness and our and our eyes had just adjusted that much that we could kind of make out the contours on the ground where we walk because we're walking on rocks and dirt." And I was like, man, like when I got home, uh, as soon as we got the, the, um, there was only one lantern or uh, one uh, lamp on at, um, grandma's house. So we could see that, right? We could see that as we're heading towards the house. I'm like, I never, never experienced darkness this way before, but just taking our minds eye, cause a lot of us live in the modern, with modern technology, yeah, try and think of, dark dark you know where, where it's darkness and you've lit in a lamp or you've had it you've you've got a um a, a source of light that just sheds in the room because when we took when we look at these two passages in the bible uh it's referring to the old school lamps you know the uh the oil <laughs> mm-hmm. a flame and uh a, a lamp you know not not um so so when we read it keep that in mind or even even for our sakes, since we live in the modern world, if you've ever been in a really dark place or a really dark time, maybe even in your tent, and you just shine your, shine your torch or your, whatever your, uh, source of light is, the amount of light it gives, it's amazing. You know, it's, it's, uh, it's incredible, so if we can bring our minds to that type of situation mm. we'll be able to appreciate what we're about to read uh, even better
0: mm, indeed and we have a question for you our mm. listeners um what is your source of truth where do you get your truth from like for instance um why do you think that it's true if you go to bed early you'll it's good for your health like um why mm. do you believe that is it, uh, because your parents ta- taught you? Is it like because it's something that you've grown up, um, knowing or is it because it's scientific? Like a, some experiments have been done and it's proven to actually work or to be a fact. Um, let us know what is your source of truth and also share with us some of the truths that you, maybe you've discovered recently or you agree with, you know, just, um, yeah, or your favorite actually truth. Um, let us know on 488 880891. Our first song is In Christ Alone by Keith and Kristin Gade.
2: In Christ alone, my hope is found. He is my light, my strength, my song. This cornerstone, this solid ground Firm through the fiercest drought and storm What heights of love, what depths of peace When fears are still and striving cease My comforter A Lord who took a flesh, fullness of God in helpless faith. This gift of love and righteousness, scorned by the ones he came to save. Till on the cross, as Jesus died, the wrath of God was satisfied. Every sin on Him was laid Here in the death of Christ I live His body lay, light of the world by darkness slain Then bursting forth in glorious day Up from the grave He rose again And as He stands at victory since cause has lost its grip on me Precious blood of Christ. No guilt in life, no fear in death. This is the power of Calls me home here in the power of Christ I'll stand in the
0: power of Christ I stand in Christ alone. What is your favorite? What is your source of truth? Um is it because um is it something traditional? Um do you believe in some information because You've seen it happening. You've grown up knowing it. Like this is what was told to you. This is what you've had all your life. So you believe that, or is it because it's evidence based? Mm. Um, yeah. Let us know on zero four double eight double eight zero eight nine one. Um, for instance, um, people say going to bed early is good for you but do you believe that because um you know because it's uh, it's evidence based there's some science that is uh, applied to it or is it because you know that's what you were told that's what your mother told you that's what your grandmother told you um please let us know we'd like to hear from you and we have a free book offer uh, it's called visions and dreams uh this book is about it's um taking a fresh look at Daniel and Revelation and it's by Jack Blanco and I'll give you more information about that uh, a bit later on so david in the previous section you introduced this um second parable under the parables of christian life and um you're talking about you mentioned that uh, this it's about two par- um two lamps sorry yes um yep. did you want us to read uh the scripture passage so that we can understand uh this a bit better
1: yes uh indeed so the first one is uh it's found in luke 8 Luke eight, so both both of them are found in the book of Luke, uh, but the first story is found in Luke eight, verses sixteen to eighteen. Yeah, and so we'll, we'll read that first, and uh, and the second one is found in Luke eleven, verses thirty three to thirty six. And I'll ask the listeners when you hear both stories, if you give if you could tell them, uh, you know, I finished in Luke, you know, 16, 8, eight verse sixteen to eighteen. Now I'm going to Luke eleven, and uh, I really want the listeners. Listen to to really pick up on the similarities and the differences hmm. of these these two stories. So, yeah, if you're happy to read uh, Luke eight verse sixteen to eighteen, please.
0: Sure. Luke 8, verse 16 to 18, and I'm reading from NIV version. Um, The title is A Lamp on a Stand. No one lights a lamp and hides it in a clay jar or puts it under a bed. Instead, they put it on a stand so that those who come in can see the light. For there is nothing hidden that will not be disclosed, and nothing concealed that will not be known or brought out into the open. Therefore, consider carefully how you listen. Whoever has will be given more, and whoever does not have even what they think they have will be taken from them. Mm-hmm. And um, then moving on to Luke 11, verse 33 to 36, mm-hmm. um, the title is The Lamp of the Body. <laughs> That's the first difference. <laughs> the title is a bit different. Mm. And anyway, when no one lights a lamp and puts it in a place where it will be hidden or under a bowl. "'Instead, they put it on its stand so that those who come in see the light. "'Your eye is the lamp of your body. "'When your eyes are healthy, your whole body is full of light. "'But when they are unhealthy, your body also is full of darkness. "'See to it then that the light within you is not darkness.' Therefore, if your whole body is full of light and no part of it is dark, it will be just as full of light as when a lamp shines its light on you.
1: Okay, so we've got two stories with the lamps in them, and they both sound a little bit different. Right? what well, hmm. did you did you pick up the similarities, Tabitha
0: Yeah, yeah, the similarity actually i I was aware about this parable, but I did not know there were two parables talking about something that's a bit similar, mm. um but the similarity is just putting the light on a stand where everyone can see it. You don't light a lamp and hide it like so that will defeat the point. It will be the point of lighting the lamp because the point of lighting the lamp is so that it can give light.
1: Just like you said about your grandmother, right? You okay. not put it you find the central part of the room so the light can be uh you know dispersed in, in such a way that most most of the room is is lit up. Mm. And so yeah, you picked up the similarities, but then it then it changes changes direction in the second part of the parables, right? And um the first one in uh, the first section we're gonna look at, it starts off the same, but it changes. And in Luke eight, mm-hmm. in the in the, the the story of the lamp in Luke eight He's actually addressing Christ followers, so people that have decided, "Hey, we're going to follow you, Jesus." Jesus has this this parable to say, "Hey, well, uh, consider this: consider that you've been given the light, and um, uh, that you need to that that lamp lamp shouldn't be hidden, and you know whoever whoever takes on more light will reflect more light." And I use that word reflect. Uh, intentionally, you know, um, I don't know if you've ever played games with torches, uh, at nighttime before, uh, Tabitha, but, uh, mm, you no. ever played a game? <laughs> okay, so there's this game that we played during the high school camp, mm. uh, re- that I went to recently, and we played a game called Spotlight. It's mm-hmm. a fun game, right? And, and, and the, and the torch is needed. So you need a torch and basically, um, you know, you're trying to shine the light on people that are trying to sneak around. And if you get caught by the torch, you're you're it, right? But if you don't, then you win. And uh, the torch is a very important mechanism in that particular game. We played other games as well where you take these torches around. And, 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 and torches and camp, when I was a kid, it's a lot of fun because we played games like Spotlight and all types of games. We shine at each other and all these things. But uh, as soon as the sun comes up in the morning, the torch is pretty useless isn 't it hmm. I and mean, i'm looking i 'm looking at the sun now just outside my window <laughs> if i shine a torch right now or and my light inside the room's not even on because hmm. the sun from outside is sufficient hmm. All right. and the point i 'm trying to make is this our, our torches are really useful in the in the darkness you know we can as as uh, yeah, we're at camps and that but when the sun comes out it floods everything and the point I'm trying to make is as disciples of Jesus we have little spots of darkness where we shine our torch but when Jesus shows up our torches they really, <laughs> really match the light that Jesus gives right? Hmm. and so I use that word reflection uh, reflection deliberately because we are not sources of lights we are just like the moon. You know, the moon reflects the sun rays. We are just like that. Jesus is the major source of light, and we are mere reflections. We're just like mirrors. Mm-hmm. And so people that have chosen to follow Jesus, they say, oh, yeah, we're, we're mirrors. We're, we're mirrors of the light that Jesus gives. And so when Jesus speaks to the believers and says that you are the, you are the light of the world, you're, you're to carry this as well. As we think about light, um, you, you go to the story of creation right in the beginning. Genesis um, when on the on the very first day, the first thing that that God does is he separates light from darkness. So darkness used to be there and I want you, to, you know, I want you to consider this I want you to consider how how so important this theological thought is that the first thing that God does is separate light from darkness. And then we go to uh, John 1 And John 1 is talking about Jesus And it says there In verse 4 and 5 It says In him was life And the life was the light of men In him was life And the life was the light of men For the light of of all humanity Life comes from (laughs) Jesus Mm. Ah in verse five. And the light shines in the darkness and the darkness did not comprehend it. You know, when you when you think about it this way, um <laughs> when you think about this way, light is intrusive. You know, darkness minding its own business had everything cloaked under under things that don't know what's going on, you know, like everything's cloaked in mystery, helplessness, uh chaos, don't know. You know Darkness hides all that stuff, and light is intrusive. Light comes in and exposes everything, right? <laughs> and it gives you all. It, it, it shows what needs help. It shows what what is good. It shows it doesn't even discriminate. What light does is just makes you count out and go, "Wow, there are things here that uh, need to be addressed." And this is what this is what Jesus is saying to the believers: This is your calling. <laughs> one of the one of the difficult parts of your calling is light shines in darkness. And when it's intrusive, intrusive is somewhat rude. Right? people are like, Oh, I don't want you to deal with my darkness. Mind your own business. And we are like man, you know, you, you need you need the light of Jesus and um we want to give you the opportunity to to do that, right? So the first the first part of the parable, the first parable that we looked at in Luke eight is to the to the believers. And the second the second part we're gonna look at is for the unbelievers. And while we're thinking about that, you can look at that second part or think about that second part about the eye being the lamp of the body and go, Oh, what's that gotta do with the unbelievers? So we go to that part in our next segment after the song. Mm.
0: Yes, stay with us. Um, there's more coming. (laughs) Yeah. Let us know what is your source of truth? Um, for instance, why do you believe that eating vegetables is good for you? Is it Mm. because it is scientifically proven to be right? Or is it because your grandmother, because she is very health, (laughs) sort of a health freak, (laughs) said eat vegetables. They're good for you and tried to mix. And blend, you know, so you mm. can have some vegetables. But anyway, why do you believe that? Why do you believe
1: <laughs> that? What is here's your? Here is mm-hmm. another one, Tabitha. I said, oh, don't walk under a ladder; it's bad luck. Mm. <laughs>
0: why do you believe that? Is it? Yeah. Yeah, just let exactly. us know on zero four double eight double eight zero eight nine one. We'd like to hear from you, so please um, engage with us. Um. Yeah, and our next song is for all the saints, Uh, that is by Indelible Grace Music featuring Dan Hasseltine.
3: For all the saints who from their labors rest, who thee by faith before the world confess thy name, O Jesus. Be forever blessed Alleluia Alleluia Thou wast their rock Their fortress and their might Thou Lord their captain In the well-fought fight Thou Their one true light Alleluia Alleluia O oh, may thy soldiers Faithful, true and bold Fight as the saints Who know for.
4: Program is made possible by the support of Adventist World Radio.
0: That was For All the Saints by um, Indelible Grace Music featuring Dan Hasselton and you're listening to Tazi Encounters with David Leo. Um David is talking about the parable of two lamps that is found in two separate scripture passages. Um that is Luke 8, 16 to 18, and the other one is Luke 11, verses 33 to 36. Um I'm encouraging our listeners to share with us their thoughts on um their source of truth. We'd like to know what is your source of truth? Why do you believe um certain information? Um is it because you grew up with that information and you just believe that that is the case? Um like you know if if somebody said to you um don't don't walk under the ladder, it's bad luck. I Do you believe that because your parents said that to you, and because you trust your parents, or is it because there's some evidence, you know, that people have done this before and it's um, something bad happened? And um, yes, let us know what is your source of truth. Text us on zero four double eight double eight zero now David. In the previous section, we read two parables about. Um, Lamps, and you explained the first parable that is found in Luke 8 verses 16 to 18 Mm. and the Mm. main message is that Christ is the source of light and we as believers are mere reflectors of Christ. Um, Mm. What do you have for us in this section?
1: Yes, so uh, carrying on on that thought, you know, uh, one of the things I I think I mentioned without actually saying it directly is Mm. one of the difficult things as a Christian Right, and uh, I'm not. This is something that Christ did as well. What comes with truth, right, is accountability. And uh, we've talked about this before. We don't like being held accountable. (laughs) So when when the when the light shines in the darkness, there is accountability that comes with truth. And uh, that's one of the difficult parts of being a believer, being a a part of um, this call of reflecting the light of Christ, because reflection of the light of Christ is truth. Jesus Christ is truth, as He says, "I am the way, the truth, and the life." And when we reflect Jesus, and we reflect the light of humanity to others, um, you know, we have the, the, the accountability ability comes with it. And in the second part, Jesus makes mention of this. He's talking now to people in general, to people that are unbelievers, and he's giving a he's giving an invitation. He says, "The eye is the lamp, and it's like the light to the whole body." And basically, he's saying. Um he's he basically saying what we put into ourselves, what we input through our senses, you know, th- not, not not just our eyes, he, although he mentions the eyes, he's trying to say uh what comes through, because the, the metaphor of light, if the light comes through the eyes and fills the body that's full of darkness, then you've got to reflect light. You know, and he's basically saying to everybody, you know, uh he's saying to everybody Make sure that you look at the right things. Make sure that you're trying to uh, absorb truth. And this is a difficult. This is a difficult place to be now. You know, there was a. I, I, and when I say what I'm talking about is the time that we're living in. Um, there was a period of time where you could talk about these things in a religious setting, or philosophical setting, whatever, and we we can speak with. Assuming that the other person or the group that we're talking to have an understanding of objective truth. What I mean by objective truth is they believed what the Bible said, and they believed that Jesus spoke in a certain way in the, in the Western Western world, anyway. Even yeah, actually, yeah, even in other religions like Islam with the Quran and whatever they they understood, they had this understanding there is an objective truth. Uh, we've come we've come a long way since then, and. Now we're at a time where uh, truth is now subjective; it's relative to your situation, and we hear things like "your truth is your truth" and "my truth is my truth." Mm. Um, you know, like one of, one of the most trending topics at the moment is uh, Amber Heard versus Johnny Depp, and these are two famous celebrities that were actors and they were married for a year and a half. So you can, you know, that's not, not a very long period, and um, you know, the accusation was made that. Um, Amber Heard said that she was abused by Johnny Depp and Johnny Depp is now counter-suing. And I tell you what, I've been fascinated by myself. myself. I've gone down the rabbit hole a couple of days. I'm like, man, what's happening here? And what we're getting is we don't know what the truth is. We've got truth being presented from both sides, right? And in the end, the jury is going to make a decision on who presented the truth the best. Mm
5: -hmm.
1: And this is where we're at in the time that we're living in we don't operate from a place where oh yeah the bible's true and jesus is truth we're 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 in the stage of arguing of you know like um what needs to you know what why evidence evidence based and we talked about is it traditional or evidence based and we've we, we've taken a scientific approach you know and um I, even me personally you know, i kind of i kind of wonder I kind of wonder whether there's any, any point trying to argue for objective truth anymore. Mm-hmm. When, I, when I'm when i dealing with somebody, you know, when, when I'm talking to somebody who doesn't believe in Christ, that believes that, um, you know, they say things like, uh, you know, uh, I don't want to believe in it because it's discrimination. You know, like if you believe in absolute truth, truth, then you're discriminating against anybody else that presents truth. And that's true. You know, and, and when it's put that way, it makes, it makes, uh Christianity or the Bible, or or Jesus, sound like uh, they're they're being discriminative or they're being um, exclusive, right? And so this has become a a, a popular idea, and this is why it makes it hard when you shine your light, you do hold people accountable. And while while saying um, what I'm saying is, I kind of wonder whether there's any point arguing the case, and I whether it's just better to demonstrate it and telling them to come along for the ride you know we, we're going to go um we're going to go help some people out we're going to do this we're going to uh we're going to have a bible study sit in the, and sit in with the bible study sing some songs with us and just get them to experience it for themselves before uh and then you know make that the argument that they have to argue with look at the way we live and how we present uh, the light to the world look Come come hang with us, you know. Before you start making, start repeating what others repeat, because that's becoming a popular popular line. If you believe in objective truth or um, absolute truth, that there is that the Bible is what it says, that Jesus is indeed um, God that came as a human, died on the cross, rose again from the grave, and is is returning because He made these promises. Believing that discriminates all other beliefs. So, when we ask that question to the listeners, where do you get your truth from? You know, regardless of where that truth comes from, if we were to say to you, oh, listen, I know you like, um, I know you believe that if you see a black cat, that's bad luck, but I want to tell you, the Bible says this I've discriminated that belief, but I'm not trying to be cruel. I'm just trying to shed some light. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and this light is the light that has saved us. Not only myself, but countless others in the past. You know, it's it's so it's a um, to introduce the concept of faith. Now, it is so important that we don't present Jesus just as an idea. Jesus Christ became a person, and that's the person we need to get familiar with, which we find in the Bible. <laughs>
5: mm.
1: And so, this this Bible. Um, I declare it, I I proclaim and profess it to to, to be absolute truth and I don't mean to offend anyone. It's not meant to, but the fact is where darkness resides, when light comes through and it trues that darkness, there is going to be some kerfuffle. There's going to be some shifting around. Adjustments have to be made. And so when Jesus makes this appeal for light, to bring light into your body, he's saying, hey, Think about, it. consider, consider what I'm saying here. It's it's a life and death situation, hmm. you know. And, so, and, and it hasn't changed; still the same today. Hmm. Hmm.
0: Indeed, where do you base your beliefs on? Um, is it the Bible? Is it traditional? Is it scientific? Um, I can say the Bible is my favorite source of truth. Mm-hmm. I go to church. Um, I listen to the preachers and. Well, I know they're ordained ministers, they're messengers of God. But then when I'm reading the Bible, and then I came across the very, very same information that they've told, I believe it, because I'm like, okay, yeah, this is actually because I know God, Um, the Bible is the Word of God, and this that's what God has left us with he has um that for us to to guide us and when i come across that very same information from on from the bible then i believe it more because i know it's true so let us know what is your favorite source of truth um we have a free book offer. It's called Visions and Dreams, um and it's taking a fresh look at Daniel and Revelation. Um the authors of Daniel and Revelation simply wrote down what they saw. Um and that included towering images, strange beasts and an assortment of cryptic symbols and events. Some of the visions and dreams were explained by angels, others were sealed for future generations. Um, narrated in modern language uh, without interruption um, these ancient stories are prophecies which are easier than ever to read and understand and as you read um, you will find courage and reassurance in the great truths about Jesus and his church found in these two books I'll give you the code to claim this free book offer after the break but first let's listen to this song Whenever God Shines His Light by the idea of North (laughs)
4: Whatever God Shines light on me Open up my eyes So I can see When I look up In the darkest night Then I know everything's Gonna be alright In deep confusion In great despair When I reach out for him He is there When I am lonely As I can be Then I know that God shines His light on me La 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 sick, and he heals the lame, says you can do it too, in Jesus' name, yes he'll lift you up and turn you around, and he'll put your feet back on higher ground, reach out for him, he'll be there. Oh, 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 you can oh, use his higher power oh, any, any day, day at any hour. Heals the sick, yeah, and heals the lame. Do, do, says you can do, do it do, too, do, in Jesus' name. Do, do. Yes, he'll lift you up and turn you around. Put your feet back on on higher higher ground
5: Your feet back on higher ground, put your feet back Mm. on higher
0: ground. And that was um, whenever God shines his light by the idea of north. And you're listening to Tazzy Encounters with David Leo. And uh, David has been talking about the parable of two lambs, and that is from two separate um, scripture passages. I promised to give you the code um, to claim our free book offer before the break, and the code is Encounter thirteen. Encounter. Um, text Encounter one three, and don't put any space in between. Text that to Um, Eight nine one, and we'll send this book to you. And just remember, it may take a few weeks. Sometimes um, we do have delays. So um, if you experience delays, please be patient. We've had a very um, interesting and um, very lovely interaction from one of our regular and active listeners, Maggie. Uh, Maggie has said, Mm -hmm. uh, Morning, guys. I'm going to miss you, both of you, very much. But I do wish you all the best in your new ventures. Um, God bless you both, Tabitha and David. The light God gave us is to make us as pure as we can be. He wants us to follow His rules and live as He has told us to do, taking care of our temples, which are His. If we do these things he has, that He has asked us, He will bless us abundantly, and we will live long in peace, love, and happiness. God is so good. Mm, Thank you so you. much thank you thank you so much for that um lovely interaction and um indeed yeah when you believe that god is um that our temples our body actually are the temple of the holy spirit that and we come from god and um god has if you understand the purpose that god has set for you you know it uh, makes it really easy to believe and do his work and believe you me there is blessings like your mm. life just changes
1: yeah that's mm. right that uh, nothing's cloaked in cloaked in darkness you know you you live free
0: <laughs> that's right yeah. yeah thank you so much maggie for that um Amen. lovely um wishes as well as um interaction so david this is a final section of um today's program how would you like to finish <clears throat> off
1: I'll finish off with the story um in america back in the days where they had to use lanterns and lamps and steam trains and buggies and crossings and things like that. There's a story of a man whose job it was uh, to look after the crossings. So when it's evening, he's meant to wave a, uh, a lantern to tell everyone that's, that's going to cross the, the train tracks, there's a train coming. Mm-hmm. And uh, one particular evening, something really tragic happened. And a whole family were, were killed in a, um, a bug, uh, horse carriage because the train hit them and an, an invest, investigation went into this gentleman that, um, that, uh, <clears throat> that was looking after the, the, the train tracks and the question was asked, were you there that evening to do the job of uh, you know, manning the, the crossing? He said, yes, I was there. He said, did you have your lantern? He said, yes, sir, I, I did have my lantern. Did you wave it? Did you wave it as you're supposed to do uh, when um, a train is coming? And he said, yes, I did. And so after the investigation, he was, he was let off. You know, they said, Oh, it was a freak accident. You know, just sometimes things like this happen. Uh, perhaps they didn't see the, um, uh, see the, the light. And then, um, on this man's deathbed, uh, many years later, he was moaning and groaning to himself and he's saying, those poor people, those poor people haunted by what had happened. And his friend said, what's, what's wrong, with what are you talking about? And he said, oh, the family, the family that died in the carriage. And uh, the friend said, look, they, they did an investigation and you've been exonerated. There's nothing that you did wrong. And he said, yes, yes, I know, but there was one question that they never asked. And he said, what did what didn't they ask? He said, they never asked if I had actually had the light on in my lantern. Um, and because there was no no light, the whole family died. So this man was waving a lantern, without putting it on, and no, we don't know why, mm-hmm. or you know what reason that for some reason he forgot. You know maybe he was just so used to the routine, he became so familiar with how things work that that one evening, you know on a where the mind may have switched off and he just didn't have that light on, mm. and this you know it really this this story really points out that. Uh, And for the man that had to live with that for the rest of his life, you know, really points out the fact that when Jesus shines that light in our lives, things that we do wrong, things that we have done wrong, things that we think wrong, things that we have felt that were wrong, things that we, um, you know, feel wrong, (laughs) and have felt wrong—all these things that we're too afraid to to uh, reveal, to have been shown in the in the light. We have to remember, this is Jesus Christ shedding the light. You know, that shame and that guilt and that it's worth wrestling with because Jesus wants to save us. Hmm. You know, that light that he sheds, just like Maggie said, the truth that we find in scripture, the, the the way he tells us to live our lives, the way that we're, we're renewed to think and feel. You know, if we, we submit to being mirrors of Jesus Christ everywhere we go, as long as you're in the light, you will be reflecting the light to others. Hmm. And that's that's where Jesus wants to be. He's saying, hey, come to me, all you who are that labor and heavy laden. This is what says in Matthew 11, 27. Come to me and you will find rest. And in that rest, we reflect the light the light of men as as uh, John one says, and so you know, my encouragement to everyone else is take the counsel of Jesus in these parables mm-hmm. and uh receive the light
0: mm, indeed thank you so much um, David for that powerful sharing and um yeah it's it's important to know that we god wants us to experience the light but not just us it's he wants other people to experience that mm-hmm. and he wants us to do that um work for him thank you for that Paul, for sharing um we've had uh, another introduction from christina um and um she is said she will miss um mm-hmm. us very much Let and she's that. wishing us blessings And um, she's going to, she would love to stay in touch. Um, David is going to share his contact details um, just shortly. Um, Yes. And um, so, yeah, there's a way that you can get in touch with him. Um, David will share that. Um, So tomorrow we have um, Peter Watts and Jason. Peter will be talking about winners and wingers winners and wingers winners <laughs> okay that is from john uh, chapter 4 um please join winners, uh, and win- winners and
1: winners and wingers yeah wingers. yeah yeah yeah, gotcha, yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> thank you for funny. that david yeah please mm. join Um, join us tomorrow to hear more words um peter has to share and, uh, David, um, just as I mentioned before, uh, this is going to be David's last program on radio. Um, mm-hmm. did you have something to say to our listeners, David? Before
1: we yes. Go? My, um, my, uh, churches, uh, we can find them at the Tasmanian, Tasmanian Civic Adventist site, but also, um, the churches I look after are Devonport and Deloraine Day Adventures Churches if you go there it's got my email my phone number and you can find us on Facebook as well um, you can send me a message I'm happy to connect with you on Facebook as well so um, yeah well if we can definitely stay in touch I'd love that
0: yeah, and uh you can just text us if you didn't get that and we can pass on contact information um to you. Um text encounter thirteen to get our free book offer. Um text to zero four double eight double eight zero eight nine one. Thank you for joining us and wherever you are, enjoy the rest of your day. We are going out with this song, This Lady Light of Mine by the Lower Lights.